As parents, we need to be more involved in the educational process of our children. Welcome to Chalk Talk with your host, Eric Hamilton. The three pillars of Eric's approach to parent engagement are academics, accountability, and advocacy, which empower parents to better support success at the child, school, and system level. And now, here is Eric Hamilton. Hello, America. Welcome to Chalk Talk. My name is Eric Hamilton, and I am the host of Chalk Talk on World Talk Radio. This evening's show entitled, What is Your Roadmap for Academic Success?, K through 12 will inspire, educate, and empower parents to become more active parents involved in the school system. And I, I want to get the show started talking about that. Um, before I get directly into our show, I definitely want to recognize the current uh, impact of Hurricane Sandy that has impacted the East Coast. And we've all heard uh, various leaders from the president on down to local leaders, various uh, social organizations to put out a cry, a call uh, to help people who are in need. And I definitely wanted to start the show off by echoing the same sentiments as well. If you are in a position to help, please do so. Uh, Red Cross is a uh, outstanding organization to participate in. Uh, this is a national uh, issue, national disaster, and would love to, to, uh, rally that call. So I definitely want to recognize what's going on in America. Today's, uh, show, uh, is centered around academic roadmaps. Uh, I have been working on academic roadmaps for a while now when I began to pursue this, uh, endeavor called Chalk Talk. And for those of us who are just joining the show for the first time, uh, the purpose of Chalk Talk is to engage parents in dialogues and conversations pertaining to parent engagement. Uh, as a former educator, uh, I believe that education is uh, one of the nation's most leading uh, issues, uh, but it's oftentimes one of the least talked about on a national level. So I have uh, been given a fortunate opportunity to talk about issues uh, specifically towards how do we engage parents? How do we bring parents into the conversation? Uh, so this is the background for the show. Uh, oftentimes, uh, if you look recently in the past month, month and a half, we've had big events that have happened in the world of education. We had ed- uh, Education Nation, which is a big event in New York. We've had various types of conferences on local levels and on national levels about ed reform. Uh, most of us in this country are very familiar. However, if you look very carefully and very critically, you will oftentimes find that parents are often left out. They're often left out in the conversation. And parents are one of the biggest stakeholders in education, regardless if it's public, private, charter, non-traditional. And the purpose of this show, again, is to bring parents into a conversation. What I'd like to do before we get into academic roadmaps, uh, in preparing for this show, uh, I actually had a chance to talk to various parents in different parts of the country by using technology to find out when I use this word called academic roadmaps, 
What are some things that come to mind? How do people respond to this? So I want to give you the top five uh, 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 responses that I've been, you know, received as a result of getting prepared for tonight's show. Uh, first question that most folks have is what is an academic roadmap, which I would definitely address. Number two, uh, should schools have the task of designing an academic roadmap? I think those are legitimate questions. Uh, as taxpayers, we pay for uh, education. We pay for our schools to empower our children. Uh, is it is this not a role or responsibility that the school system school system should have? Uh, as a parent, uh, many parents say that they lack the skills to build a roadmap, and I'm going to tell you that parents, you are absolutely incorrect. You do have the skill set, and number one, you have the biggest thing: you have an interest in what happens to your child. So that interest can be built upon if given some information. This is where Chalk Talk was created. This is why Chalk Talk, I think, is very powerful for parents who are struggling. So you do have the skills. Four, uh, I made it in school without an academic roadmap. Why should I create one for your, for my child? Uh, I think that is a good sentiment that I've heard from some parents. Uh, unfortunately, if you look at how many parents' uh, education and you look at today's education, you will see that today's education, in my opinion, is much more controlled by the political uh, figures that are in our society. So you'll see that through our conversation tonight that you parents, you do have a role in this process. And then the last one is, well, what about multiple kids? I have multiple kids. It seems like a lot of work for parents. And you're going to find out tonight that actually this roadmap is a concept that if you really look at it, regardless if you're in Miami, Florida, or if you're in Hollywood, California, it doesn't matter because all students, all kids are pretty much in a similar structure. My job as the educator is to get you to see what you can do to empower yourself, to get you to look at education in a completely different manner. So I definitely want to talk about that. Second thing that I would like to do is tonight I want to take callers. I want to get feedback. Uh, the telephone number is 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. And that is the number that you can call in to ask any particular questions you'd like. I love to get feedback about academic roadmaps and we're also going to talk about uh, the parent engagement uh, piece from last week about uh, how do we get parents involved so let me get into specifically what a roadmap is and I think that's what what most of us are interested in um, parents I want to ask you uh, how are you prepared to deal with 13 years of education I'm going to throw some terms at you and some questions. Parents, how do you know what is the appropriate amount of homework that should be given? Are you prepared to navigate middle school years? Parents, are you really knowledgeable on what is a grade level reading? Uh, there's a big initiative in this country to how do we get kids on grade level? Well, what does that really mean? What does it mean for me as a parent? What does it mean for you to empower yourself? Um, 
The big deal in education right now is common core. You're going to hear that word used frequently. What does that really mean? Uh, what does it mean to have an IEP? What does it mean for if your child comes home and suddenly a teacher uh, makes a recommendation to have your child tested? And those are the types of questions that are really, really the driving force behind this. Okay? So I'm going to ask, how do you address those issues? And what I'm going to show you through tonight's show as well as uh, the, the upcoming show, which I'll talk about, is the beautiful part about all of the things that's going on. All public schools in America are structured pretty much a similar format. There's a uh, K through five component. There's some sort of a middle school component, which is your sixth, seventh, and eighth grades. And there's a ninth through twelfth uh, component as well, which you will find that regardless of where you are, that's pretty much how American school systems are set up. Now, what gives me the ability to to talk on those subjects? Well, uh, my first teaching opportunity was in middle school. I taught special education uh, for a middle school uh, where I had a chance to teach both 6th, 7th, and 8th grades. It was actually my first teaching experience. Uh, middle school uh, is a challenging, challenging, challenging component. Ninth um, through 12th, traditionally your high school route, uh, after teaching uh, high school for approximately six years, we're going to break high school down. And then we're going to talk about this format, this structure. How can you become empowered in order to navigate? Now, along this 13-year process, there are some things that parents should be aware of. There are some ideas or some new trends. Being a teacher in the classroom, having participated in various PTA events, one of the things that is pretty apparent to me is that in order to truly connect parents, we have to have dialogue. We have to have an understanding. You as a parent, you have the ability to change your perspective on how you see these 13 years of public education. And you will get a chance to see it through what I call a roadmap. This roadmap is very practical. It's very uh, direct. And before we go to our first break, I want to leave you with this. When we are preparing to go on a road trip, we usually have a destination in sight. When we are preparing to do any type of event, we usually have a game plan. We have some type of plan. I'm going to close with my first break with asking you as a parent, what is your academic roadmap? What is your guide for success? If you haven't had one yet, I'd like for you to come back, take a listen to my academic roadmap. Let's go to our first break, please. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
If you are having difficulty balancing everything in your life, be sure to tune in to Change is Personal with Kim Fuller. Each week, we'll help you do your own self-assessment to handling relationships, family, life challenges, health, and personal goals. Kim and her guests share from experiences and offer advice and resources to keep your life on track. Change is Personal with Kim Fuller can be heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen and start having a fuller life. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, welcome back to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Eric Hamilton. On this show, we talk about what every parent needs to know about schools. This evening's topic is, what is your roadmap for academic success, K through 12? Um, I want to get started talk, by talking about exactly what is an academic roadmap. I had the privilege last uh, month to participate in a meeting with a superintendent who's in the mid-Atlantic region, and this meeting was designed to bring some educators around the uh, D.C., Baltimore area to talk about how can we uh, employ best practices. And this superintendent's uh, comments really struck me because he was the is the superintendent of a major, major district, says that next year for the first time he will have a child in elementary school, middle school, and high school. And they all attend the schools uh, in, that he is superintendent of. And yet he felt completely overwhelmed. He felt really intimidated. And I'm thinking, wow, if a superintendent who has unbelievable resources, unbelievable connections is, uh, is feeling overwhelmed, then what about the average parent? What about the parent who is not connected? And again, these are the types of things that this show will, will, will specifically help you with. Now, let's go back to the roadmap. 
Now, as an educator, here are the things that that I see that I know to be true that can empower you today. Uh, I talked about uh, parent engagement and I talked about whenever you're planning a destination, we typically we typically will take out a map uh, growing up. Uh, I would always watch my father uh, simply read maps. And I used to ask him, well, you know, Dad, why are you watching, looking at these maps? And he said, well, you know, you always got to know where you're going. If, if you don't know where you're going, you can't get there. And academics is pretty much the same thing. Um, academics, you have to know where you're going. So here are the four points that will create the backdrop for why roadmap is important. Number one, you've got to know where you're going. Uh, education, uh, you have to have a sense of direction. Number two, education applies the same way. The final destination is to have your child on that stage graduating from high school, prepared, competent, motivated to do something to take on the world, whether it be college, whether it be serving the, uh, the nation, whether it's uh, a technical or vocational career. You want your child to be prepared after 13 years of education. That's the final destination. So you've got to know where they want to go. Number three, parents can support this journey. Parents can support this journey by understanding what this journey truly looks like. And number four, which is the one that is not being talked about, in my opinion, uh, we talk about it in a sense of how technology what is the effect that technology is having on our society, specifically in education? It's amazing to watch shows now that I were a fan growing up watching, and there's no cell phones, there's no uh, iPads, uh, there aren't any of the modern technologies. And you can see that this, this technological revolution is really having an impact on how we even engage our students. So those are the four the four uh, ideas that you need to think about when you want to talk about parent engagement and what you can do. Now, from my perspective as an educator, as a individual who has worked in various types of arenas, let me share with you what this roadmap looks like. From K through five, K through five is a very interesting uh, time. Third and fourth grade, all practical opinion. <clears throat> are the most critical. They are very important in terms of how do we establish a foundation for public schools. You will see that most of your standardized testing will occur in the third and fourth grades. You will see that uh, academic success in a lot of school districts are pent on how students perform on standardized tests in third and fourth grades. Now, I ask parents, please go out to your schools and ask testing coordinators if you're in elementary school. Ask them about the effect of testing at the third and fourth grade. And they will share with you that this is the beginning of the roadmap of setting this stage. Third and fourth grade. So that means that, uh, from the time of, from the time you enter school, first, second, <clears throat> In third grades, you have the opportunities to prepare and get your academic skills up. During this time, there's some things that you have to think about and talk about, and that's grade level. Are you proficient on the appropriate grade level? 
are you proficient in mathematical skills? And tonight we'll have a chance to talk about that, and we will definitely talk about that on the next show when we break elementary schools down. Um, number two, middle school, ladies and gentlemen. Middle school, grades 6th, 7th, and 8th. I had the ability to to work with a lot of middle school students, work with a lot of middle school teachers, and I can tell you, in my opinion, I said this on the last show, that I believe that middle school teachers are some of the, they are the leading teachers in the field of education because they are dealing with some unbelievable issues at that particular time. We're going to talk about middle school and how middle school operates. Uh, the social influence, ladies and gentlemen, you would not believe the social influence that are now apparent in middle schools. So now not only are we dealing with the academic side, we're also dealing with the effects of, of technology. We're dealing with the effects of Facebook. We're now dealing with the effects of cell phones that's been given to students during this particular time. Middle school is an unbelievably difficult phase. Uh, I have some data that I will share about specifically what are some of the issues that middle school is going to address. You have the hormonal issues, the, the changing that occurs, and you're also having self-esteem issues. And all of these are occurring around this particular time. Then you have high school, which is my area of expertise uh, from the ninth grade to the twelfth grade, where you have these particular challenges. You have high content. You have leftover self-esteem issues uh, that were created in middle school. You have the pressures of, of academic tests, uh, building for SATs, uh, AP exams, IP, IB exams. You have state standardized graduation exams that are now in place. There's a lot of testing that's going on in the high school. So my question is, how are you going to deal with this, ladies and gentlemen? How will you navigate? How will you navigate this this particular process? How will you be able to address it? And really, it's a it's a thing where you have to understand that these three different unique experiences all come together to shape how children are educated in this country. As a parent, you have to ask, what is your role? What specifically can you do? And I say that you can do a lot of different things in order to make that happen. I say that you have the ability to ask questions. You have the ability to provide supplementary material, which I will share. You have the ability to look at what's going to happen so that you are not left behind, so you're not completely in the dark. You have the ability to understand that there are certain windows of learning. There are certain windows that you have to demonstrate certain skills. If those skills are not proficient, then you will set your child up to have deficiencies at the next level. And that is basically how we're going to navigate. Now, for my own, what I truly believe in is the ability to supplement, the ability to understand that in today's educational environment, there are competency skills that have to be addressed. And 
those competency skills can be done in various, various types of ways. They can be done on the computer. They can occur within uh, supplementary books that, that can be purchased. I have some that I recommend. And they also can, can be done in class uh, with the teacher's assistance. And part of this academic roadmap is going to get your child to become more empowered, to deal with the testing anxieties, to deal with the class that you're struggling with, to deal with all of those issues. Because you as a parent, you now have the ability to say K through 12, these are the issues that I'm going to have to deal with. I'm going to have to deal with reading levels. So when you go to that teacher-parent conference, you can ask, hmm, is my child reading on grade level? When you have those difficult conversations with uh, school leaders and administrators, you now have the ability to have information to see, well, if my child's not getting in elementary school, what's going to happen? How do they proceed forward with middle school? Now, part of this series that I'm doing, I'm going to break down the entire uh, three stages. I'm going to talk about what you can do as a parent to ensure that your child is actually learning according to these new Common Core standards that you'll hear a lot about. Uh, I will talk about the ability of what you can do on various uh, trips, uh, the grocery store. When my daughter and I go to the grocery store, we are frequently using mathematical skills to figure out, to round up, to come up with a total for the groceries that we purchase. And those are highly, highly uh, uh, wonderful skills that you can use on a day-to-day basis in order to reach these very demanding um, academic standards that have been put in place to make sure that students are learning. Before we go to the next break, uh, I would definitely like to encourage you to call. Again, I am happy to take your questions at one 346 91 I am happy to take your calls about any of the issues that we talk about, and we'll take our next break. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. It's time to take an amazing journey, a journey to gold. Join your host, CJ, every week as she introduces you to amazing people who are following their dreams and changing their lives with a new attitude. Hear from the stars who are stepping outside the box. Be sure to listen for the Dream Quest Challenge with Josie Pasentino, where you'll vote on the music of independent artists. Find out how you can be a part of this life-changing experience. Maybe we'll be talking to you on a future show. Journey to Gold is heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. How can we Americans realize our dreams to earn a living? How can you pursue your dream and make money as an owner or an employee? Learn how at The American Business Person, the online weekly radio talk show hosted by Rich Killian. Today's business leaders share how to succeed and what fails. If you own a new or established business or ever hope to, you must tune in. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Central, and noon Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Or listen on demand to our archived shows. 
Listen for Trust Across America every week on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in as host Jordan Kimmel is joined by national experts in the fields of accounting, finance, organizational behavior, and sustainability, as well as companies that are applying strategies that are enabling them to be recognized as doing the right thing by the American Trust Awards. Your host Jordan Kimmel is himself a trusted professional with years of experience in applying strategies and consulting with today's leading firms. Trust Across America is heard Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, welcome back to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Eric Hamilton. On this show, we talk about what every parent needs to know about schools. This evening's event topic is, what is your roadmap for academic success, K-12? through Last week, uh, I introduced uh, data. Uh, I'm a firm believer that data is a good indicator as to the type of actions that we should take. And I talked about data last week when I looked at uh, the Gallup poll, which is a great, great resource to use, where we said that about 54%, I think it was 52% to be exact, parents said that they wanted, uh, felt like uh, there should be more parent involvement, but there was no definition. They didn't define what their actions should be. Uh, this week's data, I want you to take a listen to this particular data. This is from recent information from the Gallup poll. Uh, public education in 2012 has received its lowest public confidence in some 20 years. It had reached an all-time low of 29%. Uh, had the largest drop. Uh, I think it dropped about five points from 2011. And that's because of the public's confidence in how they see public education is actually going down. Uh, you look at the elementary school, middle schools, high schools, and you will see, and, and this is a very interesting trend. Most educators are aware of this. Parents, you should be aware of this concept as well, that as you move up into the grades, the level of parent participation, the, the perception of satisfaction actually begins to decline. So again, same Gallup poll, 40% of the parents in America feel that they are satisfied with their elementary schools. 40%. Still very low, uh, but 40% feel that they are satisfied with the quality, the type of education that they're receiving at that level. Middle school, the lowest 26% of the parents when given an opportunity, feel that they're not satisfied with the quality of their middle school 
and 28% of high school uh, parents also say that they're not, that they are satisfied with the quality of their schooling. So what does this suggest? This suggests that parents should have more involvement in the process and parents should have some specific ways that they would like to engage. Part of the goal of Chalk Talk, again, is to give you some constructive ways. One of the ways that I believe is understanding during that K through five process, when you have a child, your first primary concern, where is my child on two levels? I want to know where is my child when it comes to reading level and the ability to do mathematical skills. And you will see that those determining factors are so very important. They're so often overlooked by parents because the school provides information and you're given the information and you say, well, what am I supposed to do? How should I assist in this process? Because what's going to happen is, is that if that particular deficiency, if your child is not on grade level, so that means that by the first grade, your child should be reading at a one point something. And they give the numbers based on the grades that you're, that you're identified with. If you're not on that level, if you're not on that level, then you've got to find some way in order to bridge that gap. This show will, will show you some ways on how to do that. Part of getting us to that point is to actually understand what it is that you should ask about. What are some ways to identify? We have to identify the problem first. On math, the exact same thing. Uh, a lot of school systems will test children's ability through various standardized testing. So going back to the roadmap, you see that from the first grade, second grade, building off the foundations from kindergarten, students have about three years to get their skills at a particular level. However, if you take a look at the, the data, you talk to teachers around the country, doesn't make a difference if it's an urban school or if it's a suburban school, it really doesn't matter. You will see that in a lot of ways, this is where we're losing a lot of our students. We're losing a lot of students because of the basic reading skills and the basic mathematics skills. And what happens is it's, it moves along the line. Uh, not necessarily through social promotion, but those uh, academic deficiencies are not addressed, and you're building upon deficiencies. That's what you're doing. You're, you're building upon deficiencies, and when you build upon deficiencies, you're creating a weak foundation. So the, by the time you get to middle school and the heavily content that we're going to hear, you're going to see why so many students are struggling. The good news, ladies and gentlemen, you as a parent, you can understand this process and you can actually do something about this. Again, I also want to say again that if you have a call that you would like to, uh, a question you would like to ask or put an idea out, please call 1-888-346-9141. I'll be more than happy to take your call and hear some feedback specifically about this idea of a roadmap. So we have the the beginning parts of this roadmap. So I, as an educator, am highly aware of what's going on with third and fourth grade. Uh, with my own daughter, 
We do various reading activities. Uh, we try to provide different types of reading material. Uh, a lot of the things that you will see, particularly on the standardized exams, a lot of the material are really kind of culturally based. So you have to really expose your child to various types of reading material. Next week's show, I will specifically have a resource that I would really like to advocate because it's a unique resource because it ties in the cultural piece. It ties in the common core standards, and it also ties in really what I would think a hands-on approach to learning. It, it, it's a really unique uh, uh, approach to building these things because these academic deficiencies have to be addressed as quickly as we can. They have to be addressed so that we can move forward. Common Core. You say, well, what about Common Core? How does Common Core play a part of this roadmap? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Common Core is something that you're going to hear a lot about in this conversation. If you have any questions about Common Core, uh, I would love to hear about them. Uh, Common Core was adopted in 2010 by the National Governors Association, where all the governors got together and began to talk about how do we improve uh, public education. They began to move to create national standards. Now, I'm not going to talk about the national standards in terms of whether I think it's a good idea or a bad idea, but I do believe that parents should understand specifically what does that look like? How does that, what does it mean for me as a parent? And after doing a lot of research, because uh, the state of Maryland has now adopted, as, as many states uh, in the nation have adopted, the Maryland standards, the uh, Common Core standards, you will see that now teachers are going to have to really reteach or uh, learn how to teach in a different way now because the skill set is so much higher now with Common Core. So, for, for example... On the third and fourth grade level, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, in math and science, we have what's called algebraic thinking. There's a common core standard that addresses the ability to how do we get young people to start preparing to think in algebraic terms. Now, I know for, for a fact that in the second grade, we didn't do anything that was remotely compared to any kind of algebraic thinking. But when you look at these standards, and I ask parents, please look at the standards, take a look at them, see how they're set up, you will quickly realize that a lot of the concepts that were taught, particularly the math concepts, like using the uh, commutative property, using uh, various mathematical properties, you will see that now students as, as early as a second grade are now learning how to put those mathematical uh, skills together at an early age, which means that the basic ones. Seems that we have a caller. Uh, be happy to take your call now. Hi, my name is Valanda. This is a great program for all of parents who are trying to figure out uh, the best thing for our children with regards to education. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you for calling. My question is, I have a middle schooler, and mm -hmm. I'm trying to choose a high school for mm. my child. And I'm really torn between whether I should put my child in 
a school that has a reputation of having real academic rigor, and there are a lot of students at the school that perform at a very high level. Mm-hmm. Uh, my child will just be, you know, a month, you know, probably pretty average at this school, or mm-hmm. send my kid to a school that is, uh, you know, ha- has AP and Magna programs um, that he could participate in, but he probably would end up more on the top, uh, you know, w- um, you know, like at the top of his class as I start to think about colleges. Okay. So, so you want to know, uh, is this question based on uh, more of a school choice? Like which, school which choice. one of these schools? Yes. Well, should I put, well, yeah. Which one? If I'm trying to get my, my son into a better university, you know, if I, what I'm thinking is if, if, if I choose a school where there's a ton of kids that are, you know, uh, that are smart and put my, my son might fall more towards the middle of the class, versus a school where the kids are pretty average and my child okay. will fall to the top of the class, which, one, which school is going to provide my kid the best opportunity to get into a better university? Okay, okay. That is a, that is a great question. Thank you for the call. Um, before I answer that question, I want to go ahead and take a quick break because I want to come back and give you some specific information for you to think about. Thank you for the call. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and will discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. Zoom Leadership. It's the big picture issues of the day, up close and personal capabilities of leadership, and a desirable future of constant renewal. Zoom Leadership. It's the economic crisis made clear, patterns and perspectives of leadership, and the importance of changing the way we pursue our future. Join host John Schmidt every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. Zoom Leadership. An inside look at what's really going on in business, government, and civil society. Tune in every week on the Voice America Business Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Chalk Talk with Eric Hamilton. 
We want to hear from you during today's show by phone or by email. Please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to schoolwise at yahoo.com. That's S-C-H-O-O-L-W-H-Y-S at yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, welcome back to Chalk Talk. Uh, we have a caller on uh, asking about school choice, and I want to say that that is a great question to address. What I would suggest as a parent knowing uh, what I know about uh, the role of uh, public schools today, particularly when I hear parents ask about one school that has academic rigor versus uh, the ability to, to, to go to a different school, I would suggest having the ability to go to both of those schools, walk through the school, ask for a tour of the school, get a sense of which one do you feel has the ability to best challenge your child? Which one has the ability to actually get your child to have what I would call a well-rounded education? Now, part of school choice, school choice is another topic that we'll talk about on this show. And parents, I hear parents are completely uh, baffled by how to determine what is a good school versus a bad school. But if your goal, if we go back to our academic roadmap, if your goal is academic success, if your goal is scholarship oriented, if your goal is to a specific school, you may want to put your child in a school where the reputation of that school when it comes to academics are solid. They've been proven. They've been tested. They've been highly regarded as a, a reliable institution of learning. It might be challenging for your child, but if your final destination is to actually go into a particular di- direction, I would move in that direction. But before I made that decision, I would go and take a tour of both of those schools, most of the school's leaders will be happy to show you a tour, uh, give you a tour, ask the right questions, and then I would tend to go with the school that's a lot more academically challenging. And and that school on, uh, that topic on school choice is such a demanding topic that parents are all struggling with. My goal of Chalk Talk is to get parents to learn how to ask some, some interesting questions, how to go through a school. When you walk in that school, is someone there to meet a parent, is someone there to take that parent on a tour? Uh, is that child going to feel respected? Are they going to be challenged? Will they have opportunities to explore different types of skill sets? So school choice is a very, very critical topic that uh, is on the minds of a lot of educators. And if we go back to our data, if we go back to our data, you will see that that satisfaction level that we were talking about, 28% of high school parents, according to the Gallup poll, feel that they're not, uh, that they're satisfied with the quality of the school, which means uh, there's a lot of people who are not happy with high school education because of the different cultural demands that have been placed, a lot of the, uh, the, the quality of some of the teachers, some of the curriculum. A lot of students don't feel really connected by that. So those are the types of issues that this show 
will clearly address. My last content that I would like to address this evening would be uh, once we look at Common Core, and if we go back to our academic roadmap, you will see that the K through 5 is the building block, is the building block of education. It's the area where you as the parent have the ability to have the most control, the most influence. Uh, if we look at the data, you will see that that's an earlier one. Looks like we have another call that I'd like to take. Go right ahead, please. Hey, good day. Hey. Eric. Yes. Hey, man, great show, man. I like what you're doing, man. Thank you. Um, I got a question for you. You know, you were just about to hit on, you know, elementary school and the impact it has um, on the kids. Uh, my question is about more about the parents. It seems like, you know, there's a lot less in parent involvement over the years, throughout the years. Do you mm-hmm. have any idea when that really changed and maybe why? Well, if you look at the great question, thank you. Uh, when you look at the, the data, uh, apparently, according to Gallup poll, 1973, uh, we had a very high levels of, of satisfaction and what we would call parent participation. Somewhere around from about 1973 on down, there's been this downward spiral of participation. It could be the result of the economy where people quite honestly have jobs, people are unemployed. Uh, there are a lot of factors that will determine uh, specifically why parents are, are not connecting to public schools. Parents that I've talked to and shared, many of them are facing unbelievable challenges in just trying to maintain. So that's a very good point to ask about. You know, it seems like with the, the changing of our economy and with the, the ebb and flow of our economy, that a lot of right. times, as educators, this is what we see. Right. Okay. All right, man. Well, uh, thanks a lot for your time. I just was thinking about, you know, just the whole picture. And, and when, mm-hmm. I, when I look at the situation now, it's kind of blurry to me as to when it really kind of change for the negative, you know? Yes. But uh, anyway, thanks, man. Thanks for pointing that out. Good hey, job thank with you the show. Call. Thank you. Thank you for calling. All right. Next caller, please. We have Crystal from Atlanta. Yes. Hello. I'm calling with a uh, pretty basic education question. Sure. Okay. I'm calling because I have a first grader. And his teacher's wonderful. I really, really like her. Um, but she introduced him to division and, and some elementary geometry. Mm. And I was wondering if at this point in his education, is this a bit much? Can he developmentally mm. handle these concepts? Or should we back off a bit and kind of, you know, start with more traditional building blocks? How do you feel about that? Okay, thank you for the call, Crystal. Thank you for the call. That's a great question. It goes back to our content that we just talked about. Um, the first thing that I would say is uh, if it's a school that's being generated by Common Core Standards, and I don't know if it is, in my opinion, a lot of times the Common Core, a lot of the standards uh, aren't matched up to the maturity level. You're absolutely right. The maturity level of the content and the child have to match up. 
And if they're not matching up, then that's you as a parent. You have the ability to have that conversation to talk about how do we build towards success and not just throw students into situations where their self-esteem is going to be impacted because they don't have the ability to master those skills. And you as a parent, you have that ability to have those conversations because you're looking down the road. You're not looking just at the first grade. You're looking at if you want me to do these complex skills now, what about next year if they're not mastered? The second thing that I will say is that you as the parent, you also have the ability to provide supplementary material. And that supplementary material has to be of good quality and it has to be something that is user-friendly to both you and the parent and as a child. So I would have a conversation first with the teacher to talk Mm -hmm. about is this appropriate for a first grader? If it's not, what can we do to build towards success? Okay. Sounds wonderful. Thank you so much for your advice. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, before we depart for this afternoon, I would like to give my final thoughts for parent engagement, and that is, parents, you have the right and the ability to go out and make a difference inside of your classroom. Please don't take a passive role when it comes down to the learning environment. You do have an active voice. There are many parents who are now stepping up to the plate, who now have the ability to go in and actually become a partner and not just take directions from parents, uh, from, from school leaders. Next week, we will talk about K through 5. So we will have some more specific information about uh, the homework time, about supplementary guests, uh, uh, materials. Next week, we will have an individual from an outstanding uh, organization called Family Friendly Schools who will talk about academic success at the primary levels. And it's always, parents, please go out and be empowered. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us for Chalk Talk. Please join Eric Hamilton again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more of everything that parents should know about school.